Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In today's episode, we're going to get into trailer loading, which is a huge topic with tons of opinions, tons of suggestions. And I want to share with you guys how I help train my horses to be superstars on the trailer. Actually, when we're booking to go to a show or an event or something like that, I budget about 30 to 60 seconds per horse to load them onto the trailer because I know that my horses are going to load pretty darn quickly. And that's how much confidence I have in the way that I trailer load horses, that they're just going to hop right on. So I don't give myself 30 minutes for trailer loading in the morning anymore. I just allow for less than a minute and uh, my horses are hopping on. And you can have that same success too with your horses. And this all kind of came up because it's uh, show season now, clinic season. Lots of people are moving around doing things with their horses. And recently... I was seeing somebody really struggle with their horse and it wasn't my place to step in. They were doing their own thing at a distance and they were doing things like blindfolding their horse, putting a rope behind their horses, but I'm like, they were trying everything, lots of different tricks from in the book of how to get their horse to load and their horse was just not having any of it. And unfortunately, I have quite a few bad stories about trailer loading of not necessarily things that I've experienced personally, but things that I've witnessed or things that I've heard from other people. And trailer loading is one of those things that it can be super easy or it can be hell on wheels. It can be a super stressful situation. But the good news is, is that there's a lot of things that we can do to help make that a lot better. And I'm going to share with you guys some of those tips and those things that you can do. But I want to tell you, Uh, kind of a cautionary tale first to make sure that you understand kind of the gravity of the situation and and just how bad this can be and why we should care and one of um one of the clients that called me up to ask for my advice on trailer loading to find out if there's anything we could do at that point what had happened is this horse was a show horse it had been trailering a lot they had had no issues with trailering until one day they forgot to undo the horse's head first and they undid the butt bar and the horse backed out of the trailer, but their head was still tied. So when the horse felt the pressure on their head, they panicked, they pulled up, they hit their head on the ceiling and it was a little bit traumatizing for the horse. Now they didn't do anything in that situation to help get that horse over the stress. So they just went to the show and kind of left it there. Then what happened is that they went to load the horse the next time and the horse was stressed. They were stressed and they were worried. So what did they do? They kind of forced the horse on the trailer. They kind of pressured the horse, pulled the horse in, used a rope behind their bum kind of thing and and made that horse get on the trailer. Horse gets on the trailer, tie the horse. The horse is sweating. Upon arrival, you know, they're really stressed out. They didn't have a good time in the trailer. They're not relaxed in the trailer. Of course, this time they remembered to undo the horse's head before the butt bar and the horse backs off. So there's no issues that way, but the horse never got relaxed in the trailer. So they go to trailer load again and it gets a little worse. The horse starts rearing now when they're loading and stuff like that. Get the horse on again, they get to their destination and they never really address it. 
So then the next time they go to load the horse on the trailer, the horse starts rearing so badly that the horse actually flips over, hits itself, and gives itself permanent brain damage. And this is what can happen if we don't help horses find relaxation and understanding. If we see that adrenaline spike, if we see that anxiety, and we're so focused on getting the horse in the trailer, getting to our destination, and not actually helping that horse overcome that fear, And I share this story not to blame the owners or to make them feel bad or anything like that. I share this as a learning experience to just kind of help you be aware that it can be quite dangerous if we don't help our horses find this relaxation and understanding with the trailer. And there's lots of ways that we can help our horse do that. And I'm happy to, to give you guys some tips along the way to help you with that. Now, for those of you guys that are listening and thinking, well, What do you mean undo the horse's head before the butt bar? doesn't matter if you have a slant load or a straight load. When you are tying a horse in the trailer, in general, if you're tying your horse's head low, that's going to cause more panic than if you tie your horse's head high. Horses get very stressed if their head is tied low. So you don't really want to tie your horse's head at chest bar height or um, where their head would be kind of had have some tension to pull down because then your horse's reaction is going to be to pull up and back. And if your horse's butt bar is not done up and they have the ability to go backwards and they pull and they feel that tension on the halter, one, they need to be trained to give to that pressure on the halter. But two, when you're inside a metal box, that can make things a lot worse and can make your horse feel more stressed. So then when they feel that tension, they're more likely to pull up. So if your horse is already not great at tying or they're a little bit anxious or things like if they step on their lead rope and they freak out, then those are all little signs that your horse isn't fully aware of how to give to that pressure from the halter and it's going to be amplified in the trailer. It's it's gonna go worse, so don't expect it to go well. And so if your horse is backing up and they feel that pressure, they're gonna fling their head up and then that's when they hit their head. Now, if your horse is tied high in the trailer, like if you have a tie ring that's right up against the ceiling and you tie up high like that, it's going to be better. Your horse will pull back and they might not fling their head up as high, so they might not hit their head off of the roof of the um, trailer. But usually what will happen is your horse will be backing off quickly and If they back off and they feel that pressure, they could panic and really pull back and then they break the snap or they break the lead rope and they they just kind of get off of that pressure and, and get off the trailer anyways. So it's much safer because your horse is already more nervous, more amplified in that in that trailer experience to untie, unclip your horse's head from the trailer first if you had them tied and then open the divider or the butt bar, whatever it is that you're using. So that way your horse isn't trying to get out of the trailer and then feels trapped by their head, panics, and has an accident happen. So that's what we mean by that. In terms of tips for your trailer, I always like to tell people that we need to try to help our horse realize that this is a happy place for them. How can we help a horse think the trailer is a happy place. One, the trailer's got to be reasonably comfortable in terms of 
airflow, like you're not putting your horse into this metal box that has no windows open, no circulation, and they're going to be sweating buckets as they're, they're trailering down. Having shavings or something to absorb the manure or the pee is really helpful so that way your horse isn't standing on like a rubber floor and they pee and then they're slipping and sliding in there. That's going to make them feel more nervous. It can even help if you, instead of putting brand new shavings into the trailer, if you grab shavings from their stall, if they're a horse that's stalled, that can help give them a familiar smell and make it like their own um, their own stall. And I'm not saying that you would pull like the really poopy pee shavings. I'm saying after you've mucked the stall and it's reasonably clean, you could take those shavings out into the trailer because that can help give it a familiar smell if you have a horse that's really nervous. I always like to make sure my horses have hay on the trailer. So I have hay nets and I make sure that the hay nets are those slow feeder hay nets that have the smaller holes. So it's not big enough that a horse could put their hoof through it or something like that. And I try to give my horses the best quality hay in the trailer because I want my horses to think the trailer is like a really nice stall to be in. It's got the best hay. I offer my horses water in the trailer after they've been in there for a couple hours. I find if they're only in there for a couple hours, like less than even six hours, they usually don't want to drink in the trailer. But I always make sure I have water and I have, um, I use Winnie water and I'm not sponsored by Winnie water. So this is not a sponsorship plug, but Winnie water is essentially this kind of powder that you add to the water that I guess makes it smell sweet and kind of has molasses in it and it gets the horses to want to drink. So they get really nice tasty water in the trailer. Sometimes I'll give them their dinner or their breakfast on the trailer before we go or before they get off the trailer, they'll get their dinner in the trailer. So that way they're not rushing to get off the trailer. The trailer's kind of like a standing stall for them. It's a place for them to hang out. Want to make it as comfortable as possible for them. And if my horse has to trailer by themselves, this makes it even harder. And so what I tell people is if your horse can't go into the barn and be in a stall by themselves in the barn and be okay, then there's no way that they're going to get into a trailer and be fine with being by themselves and, and be okay there. So you can actually practice having your horse come into the barn or into a stall or something like that. Maybe if your horses come in every night, you could just bring that one horse that you're going to be trailering by itself. You could bring it in an hour early so that way they have some alone time in the barn and start to get used to that idea of being alone. So we can do these things to help a horse so that way when they get onto the trailer, it's not a totally foreign concept to be by themselves because then you're dealing with that herd anxiety and confidence issue as well as the trailer issue. And that is even more stressful for the horse. One of the things that you can do for a horse trailering by itself as well is you can put in a mirror in the trailer and you want a mirror that they can see, but not a mirror that they can touch. You don't want the horse to realize that it's not actually a real, a real horse. You want them to see themselves so they see another horse and it will help them take that anxiety down a little bit, but you don't want them to be able to touch it and then get spooked by the fact that it's not a real horse, but you also don't want them to smash the mirror or something like that and end up with broken mirror pieces. That wouldn't be good either. So a mirror can be helpful for those horses that have to trailer by themselves. 
And then of course you want to make sure you drive reasonably careful and it can be very eye-opening to actually get in a trailer yourself and stand in the back as somebody tries to drive carefully, uh, which I believe is illegal to do if you're on public roads, but if you're on the farm driving around, uh, you can do that and you can test that out. So you can just get a sense for what your horse is going through and how those accelerations are stopping or those turns actually how difficult they are. It can be very, very eye-opening to give you a little bit of sympathy for your horse and also to give you that awareness for how you're going to drive your horse trailer. And then once you get to your destination, it's important that the horse has a positive experience there. So if you trail your horse somewhere and then when you get there, you know, you lunge them really hard, you compete them really hard in their competition, you don't give them any food rewards, and then they get back on the trailer, well, I wouldn't really want to go with you anywhere either. That just sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like a really hard day and not any rewards or compensation to make me want to go there. So you have to think about what are we going to do once we get to this destination to help our horse feel relaxed and to help our horse have a good time. And those pieces are all going to help with that trailering experience. A key one being relaxation. So sometimes people think that if you put a horse in a trailer and you do, you practice going for short trailer drives, like five, 10 minutes, that that will be good for your horse. Usually that's not actually super productive because your horse can get nervous in the trailer, but they never get fully relaxed in the trailer. So it's usually better to go for a longer drive to be in there long enough that your horse relaxes and starts to eat the hay in the trailer and starts to um, be okay with being in the stall or we're calling it a stall but it's the trailer so that way they can settle and they're not getting off fretting and not thinking oh I survived that trailer you want your horse to be like yeah yeah the trailer's the trailer's fine so two hour three hour four hour trips I find are actually better for the horses than the really really short trips in terms of making sure that they're fully relaxed on the trailer when they go to get off. Now, when it comes to actual loading on the trailer, a lot of times people get so focused on getting the horse into the trailer. And this actually just happened the other day when I was at a a horse event, a horse had struggled a little bit getting on, not horribly. I would say it probably took the horse maybe 15 minutes to get on. So it really wasn't that bad. But as soon as the horse got on, the people went to really run at the doors to shut it and and trap it in there and I was helping so I said you know what you know don't shut the doors let's just give the horse some carrots in there and then while the horse is still eating carrots and knows that there's more yummy stuff still to be had in the trailer let's back the horse off and they're like what back the horse off we just got the horse on and it finally didn't take 40 minutes to get on because apparently this horse can be quite difficult for trailer loading I said, yeah, take the horse off and then let's put them back on again. And we'll just kind of repeat that of going into the trailer and and getting the food that's in there and backing off while there's still food until the horse can just walk on and be okay with being on the trailer. And then they're going to have a much better experience. So the horse backs off the trailer, they go to get on again, and the horse gets on within a minute. So I said, so see there, that's a lot better. That's a lot more confident. The horse is getting all the food at the front, now go ahead and and shut the butt bar, shut the trailer door, and the horse will have a much better experience 
than if um, than if they had gone on and then all of a sudden we're trapped in there. So their mind is much more in the trailer and much more okay with the whole experience. So that is a huge tip. And I think if in the scenario of the story that I was telling you at the start of this episode, where that horse was kind of had that bad experience and then nothing kind of happened. I think if they had taken the time to reload that horse and back them off quietly, could have made a big difference for that horse and helped with that anxiety. And then maybe the brain damage wouldn't have occurred because it wouldn't have escalated and escalated and escalated. So you really had to think about the horse finding that relaxation and understanding with the task that we're doing and repeat it and don't be afraid to take your horse off and repeat it until your horse is doing better with that loading. Now, even before you get to the trailer, there's a lot of things you can do. You can practice putting your horse between narrow spaces, between like two barrels that are close together, between jumps that are set together, all sorts of things that you can do to help with your horse's confidence. Uh, We actually have in Harmony Horsemanship a 12-week guided building confidence course where we go through different types of confidence and training all of the different pieces because there are so many different types of confidence and just because your horse can go through a narrow space doesn't mean they can handle being by themselves and not seeing other horses. That's herd confidence. Doesn't mean that they can handle noise confidence. So there are so many different types of confidence and we have to train for each one. And if you're interested to learn more about building confidence, I definitely recommend you check that out at harmonyhorsemanshipacademy.org for the building confidence uh, course. There's also a a mini de-spook class and a master class you can join as well. So definitely check those out. And with the trailer loading piece, one of the biggest pieces is that you want to just make sure you stay focused on your task. And that if your horse is trying, you leave them alone. So if they're sniffing the trailer, if they're looking in the trailer, don't pester them to get on the trailer. Just give them that time to think and stay in that thinking frame of mind because at least they're thinking about the trailer and they're considering getting on. So just kind of stay there, be patient for a minute. And then if they stop trying, then go ahead and ask them to try. But be patient Try not to do lots of circling and switching tactics and stuff because remember the trailer can be a scary place and sometimes your horse just needs a little bit of time to think about it, you know, to put their front feet on, kind of test it out, make sure they're not going to fall off, that it can hold their weight and then they're going to be okay and they're going to hop on. It doesn't need to become some big ordeal. You don't need to start using lots of different tactics to try to get your horse in the trailer. You can just be very patient with waiting for your horse to to hop on the trailer and and look for those signs from your horse that they're trying and that they're thinking. And if they aren't, then then motivate them and ask them to try a little harder. So those are a lot of tips to help you guys with uh, trailer loading. And it's a big topic. It's a lot of pieces to think about with horses. There's a lot going on. It's not just getting on the trailer. It's all of those other mental pieces it's all of the other environmental pieces to help make sure that your horse is set up for success and that they're going to want to go in the trailer they're going to be okay with where they're headed it's a lot to think about but you can make it really easy and simple for your horse and make it a a good place 
for them, especially if when you get to your destination, instead of rushing to get them off, you know, maybe think about letting them sit on the trailer for a little bit and just enjoy their hay or give them their, their breakfast or dinner, whatever meal it is. They can have that on the trailer instead of getting off. And that will just help that space become even more of a positive place for them to be. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. You can share and let us know what your favorite tip was to think about with trailer loading. And uh, until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at harmonyhorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, lindsaypartridge.com. That's lindsay with an e, partridge.com or harmonyhorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.